there's a lot of talk about like, oh, we have to collectively raise the vibration. It's not done like that. We don't collectively do anything. Transurfing is about accountability for yourself and your actions and tuning into the collective is a nice way of saying adhering to a script. External scripts written by others, those don't really benefit a lot of people. So removing yourself from the script, waking up as an individual, I see myself, I see my reality. What is the script that I can follow now that is best suited for me and my intentions and my trajectory in life? The cool thing is, is when you raise your frequency, you raise the frequency of others around you and so on and so forth. That's Renee Garcia, and this is episode 391 of Wellness Force Radio. Wellness Force Radio, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. You can have the same brain states as someone who's done an hour of meditation every day for 40 years. There's a lot of losses that we go through, so the ability to be able to cope with those losses is very important to build skill in it, because loss will happen. You know, you have to have spiritual courage to really grow spiritually, because If you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in. Electrolytes are essential for an optimal lifestyle. They not only help with training and recovery, but fasting, low energy, fatigue, intermittent fasting, and headaches. They help curb cravings and regulate brain chemistry. Did you know that if you're dehydrated 1%, it can take down the power of your brain function by up to 25%. Like who knew? One of the biggest misconceptions about hydration is that all you need is water. This unfortunately in our modern world is just not true. We need electrolytes, sodium, potassium, magnesium, one to two times a day to transcend brain fog and tiredness. LMNT, who we partnered with, is already being used by Navy SEALs, US Olympians, and pro athletes from the NBA and NFL for hydration and recovery. Co-founded by Rob Wolf, our trusted friend, biochemist, New York Times bestselling author, and three-time guest on the podcast, who I trust, and I know that we all trust when it comes to health and hydration. Get a free, totally free, eight-pack sample from LMNT right now. Just pay the shipping, which is like five bucks or less than five bucks. Visit wellnessforce.com forward slash LMNT. That's your free eight-pack sample. My favorite is the citrus, by the way. If you like orange, they have really good orange. No sugar, no BS, wellnessforce.com forward slash LMNT to get your free eight-pack sample. What's up, everybody? Hello, podcast world. Welcome to all the brand new community members here in the Wellness Force global community. If you're just joining us for the first time, if you're a repeat listener, Welcome. This is like a digital hug from me to you. This is the place, if you're brand new, this is where we discover physical and emotional intelligence so we can live our life well. And I have a question for you in that same regard. Are you currently feeling any levels of frustration or anger about your progress in life, your life purpose, maybe the direction that you're moving into? If this is true, this is the absolute perfect moment for you. There's no synchronicity here at all. This is a direct manifestation of everything that you have been calling in in regards to your own clarity on your greater purpose and what your purpose is, how to transcend all the distractions out there so you can be clear, so you can have the time to check in to yourself and your heart, 
let's be honest, there's a lot of bullshit out there in our world that's trying to continuously hijack your amygdala, your ancient brain. And it's really not your fault, but it is your loving responsibility. And this is the exact juicy, amazing topic that we're going to go into today on this pivotal podcast. I mean, look, if you're unsure about your purpose or the direction you're going, or maybe you know somebody who's struggling with that, share this podcast with them. Share this podcast with them today. It takes a second and your act of generosity is 20 to 50 times in magnitude more powerful than the quick five seconds it takes you to tap your phone and share the show. It also helps us grow because we can have people on the show like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, people that only make appearances on the top shows out there. So let's talk about what you're getting in this episode today from our guest who has ventured into the metaphysical world of reality creation, who has her own unique story of transcending her pain. She personally transformed her failure into success, her poverty into abundance, and her sickness into healing. Now she's brimming with joy and magic, but she used to have a very bleak perspective. This is the energy in the face of the International Transurfing Institute, which our guest founded in 2016. She's a leader of this transurfing movement, well, reality transurfing, which is this mental intelligence tool that connects fulfillment and purpose and the highest version of self by approaching life through this unique lens of a psychological technology that helps you become a better version of yourself. You'll learn in this podcast why the root of unhappiness exists and why seeking fulfillment outside the self is honestly where most people fall into the trap. It's a trap. <laughs> you know how like we hear this uh, from ancient masters where they're like, don't grow up, it's a trap. Well, the mind likes to make us grow up faster because then the ego can stay safe. We'll teach you how to get out of the trap today. Renee's gonna share with us that. You'll understand the true meaning of raise your vibes, which by the way, there's no such thing as good vibes only but there is raising your vibrations. Renee shares this profound turning point in her life that led her to detach from the lifestyle and relationships that were truly not serving her. And I loved her analogy, by the way, of the mirror. You're really gonna enjoy the moment in the episode where she talks about the mirror and how it led her to the transurfing modality. We'll talk about flipping your script, just four steps, four very powerful steps that allows you to turn the page, like flip your script of your life and we'll explore the hustle and grind mentality, why this can only take you so far before you crash and burn, why Renee believes what she calls the power mode of operation will actually allow you to do the majority of the heavy lifting in your life without it burning you out. We'll explore narcissism and how narcissism can be weaponized. If you have anyone in your life that you might think is a narcissist, Renee's going to teach you how to spot them. And lastly, how to avoid the traps that our psyche sets for us. This is a big one. This is a big show. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Wellness Force on YouTube. Hit subscribe on YouTube. All of our podcasts are video podcasts. You'll definitely want to see Renee and myself live so you can be there with us in real time. Now let's drop in with the one and only Renee Garcia. Renee Garcia, welcome to Wellness Force. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here and I'm glad to connect with you. And I can't wait to talk about reality transurfing. Well, reality is an interesting place because yeah. it's really open to the eye of the beholder, isn't it? And this is an incredibly rich branch, I believe, of science and spirit. I think that's what you do the best job on with your YouTube and Reality Transurfing Institute. But for people that don't know you, you know, like Reality Transurfing can be a bit esoteric at times. 
I really feel like you do a great job of bringing people back home to the 3D. Also with the understanding that there's a four and a five. Uh, but if people don't know who you are and, and just a brief synopsis of reality transurfing, you know, if you were in an elevator, Renee, and somebody saw you wearing like a reality transurfing t-shirt, uh, how would you describe it? Well, the quickest way to describe it is it's a psychological technology that's sort of science-based or quantum-based that helps you in living a better reality, a better life, or a better version of you. And I'm simply taking these concepts and applying them real time and doing so to an audience to show people exactly what you can do with this sort of knowledge. And it seems to be working. It's definitely working. Uh, we had a call maybe three, four months ago, right? In preparation for this interview. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I just really valued your authenticity about the road that you came and walked before co-founding this, the International Transurfing Institute in 2016. This is the backbone. You're, you're the backbone. You're the voice. But your path was so not linear. I mean, oh I believe you were in fashion or gems, right? You were selling high, high luxury gems. I'm sure that was a part of life that you look back on and go, wow, there was a lot of lessons there. Uh, yes. but, but at what that path, you know, if you could describe just, um, in a nutshell, like just your journey from going from an industry where it was really about money and finance and zeros and mm -hmm. ones, um, the, the way that that made you feel, cause I'm asking you this because so many people are in situations right now and they don't realize that they're trapped in their own reality that they're creating. Yeah. And so if you could just talk about that before we actually get into the science of reality transurfing and mm -hmm. also the mechanisms, um, just let people know, you know, your path from, from, I believe it was high level jewelry, correct. That mm -hmm. got you to your breaking point in some way. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still run that business. It's my primary business, but I, I do it in a much different way. Now I used to really just load up all of my expectations for what I wanted for myself in my reality on a few specific things. And this is kind of what we do as people. Like we look to our romantic partner to fulfill all of our needs, right? We look to our profession to fulfill all of our desires for success. And we load up the different, you know, parts of our realities with a bunch of expectations and shoulds and it's got to be this way and what we call in the transurfing modality importance, right? Loading up something with a ton of importance. Like I've got to see it work out this way. And if it mm. doesn't, I'm going to be unhappy or I'm going to suffer some kind of consequences or something like that. And this is really the root of a lot of people's unhappiness in this world is not seeing, um, you know, not seeing the fulfillment they're looking for coming from a specific place. And this is something that, like you said, broke me. I grew up poverty level, but I decided at a young age that I didn't want to follow the footsteps of the generations before me and just sort of accept my lot in life. So I set out in trying to create something different for myself, but in not understanding um David Hawkins put it the best in one of his books, Dr. David Hawkins, Power Versus Force, and not understanding the difference between having and um, taking versus 
striving and working from a place of ego or, or, or will that, you know, you can really like get yourself into a position where you get what you want, but you almost kill yourself doing it. Right. There's an, I'm raising my hand on that one. I've (laughs) lived that for sure. Easier way. There's an easier way to go about having the things that you want in this world. And, and I went about having the things that I wanted in this world in all the wrong ways. And I really like set out with this like mindset that I had something to prove, you know, I wanted to prove the trailer park wrong or prove my, you know, the generations before me wrong that we could, we, we could transcend out of being white trash. Right. (laughs) So, so I had all these things to prove and all this importance, you know, piled up on these different endeavors. And I was working from the wrong place the wrong places within going after things that really weren't intended for me. I kind of took cues from my external environment, the impressions that were left on me that this is how you achieve success. This is what success is. This is, you know, how you hold on to it, all these different things. And at 35 years old, I woke up like broken and exhausted in a place of just, um, you know, my, my spirituality, my connection with the quantum field or the alternative spaces, we call it in transurfing non-existent. I doubted myself. I doubted my reality. I was depressed. I had anxiety. You name it. It was like, I was not in a good place. And I was so confused because I was like, wait a second. My environment told me that if I got all this stuff, I'd be happy. You know, I'd feel, I'd feel fulfilled. I had all this stuff, you know, I had the profession and the, the condo. And I had a lot of things that a lot of people would absolutely love to have. And the more stuff I gained, the more panicked I kind of became because I was like, wait a second. Oh, that's not going to make me happy. I just bought a 42 foot sailboat. And I thought it was going to make me happy. Wait a second. I'm not happy now. Oh, I just went on a luxurious trip somewhere and I am miserable on my trip. Like, what am I going to do? Like, what is going to make me happy then? And what made me um, finally feel some sense of happiness and fulfillment and meaning was to disconnect from all the things that I believed or was told would bring me happiness, external things, and tune into a place that I had never tuned into before. And that was what we call the soul frail in transurfing, dialing into the little specific code of who you are as an individual and acting from that place instead of connecting to your external environment, doing what you're external, external environment compels you to do for whatever reasons. And that's why a lot of people are unhappy today is because they're living that they're living, they're living the external way rather than the internal way. I got to pause you right there. Cause I'm just visualizing you like sailboat. Everything looks amazing on the outside, but on the inside, either somatically or whatever movie 
that was playing in your head, it was anticlimactic. Like you got there. And I think we've all been to that place, Renee, where it's like, if I get the things, if I have this much money, I remember mine was like, if I get to $27,000 a month, my life will change forever. And then I got there and I was like, wow, mo money, mo problems. <laughs> like it was, it was very much like you're saying. And I think so many of us can relate to this. So what, what was the big turning point? Cause I want to leave lots of room in our conversation for the rich science and all the applications and the core principles of trans surfing. But what was the turning point for you where you finally were like, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to create something different here. I'm going to actually look at reality for what it is, for what I create it to be. Yeah. So the, the turning point for me was pretty profound. I had given up my, my, my life in Los Angeles, my um, career, the way I had been running it. I had completely detached from my entire lifestyle. I let, left people behind. I moved away. I went up to the Pacific Northwest to my grandparents' property for about a year. I kind of chilled out there and was like, okay, I'm going to gather my thoughts. I'm going to reassess. I'm going to try to connect with some knowledge that can help me because I really wasn't I really wasn't in the world of self-development. I had gone to therapy, but I really didn't, you know, this, this is a whole new world to me. And I found, I found reality transurfing. I read it. I was absolutely mesmerized. It started to really uncover so much of what I had been through and what I had done wrong, what I had done right, why I was in the place that I was in. It started to answer literally every single question I had been asking And I was sort of in this place where I had it pretty good. I had saved up a lot of money. I had, you know, sort of automatic income coming in from my business. I had no debt. I bought a beautiful Airstream, put it on my grandparents' property at a nice garden. I was kind of like living the life, right? I didn't have very many concerns. Things were going smooth. I was in my process of healing. And I was like, okay, this is easy. I could maintain this forever. This is super chill and, and I love it and it's good. But then one morning I was in the shower and I just had this sense of uneasiness, you know, again. And I'm like, God, something's not right. Something's not right. And I got out of the shower, stood in front of the mirror, and the mirror in the transurfing modality plays a huge, huge role. What we say is reality is simply a mirror reflecting back to you your your attitudes, beliefs, and actions towards it, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, very like, <laughs> this was very symbolic. I'm standing in front of the mirror. I wipe away the, you know, the, the, the fog on the mirror and I see myself and I think to myself, you've got it so easy. You could do this forever, but what are you going to leave? You know, what are you, how are you going to impact the world? How are you going to, how are you going to help? How are you going to leave a mark? Because I'm not married. I don't have kids, you know, and I was just sort of feeling like, okay, I've got it set up, but there's got to be more than that, right? There's got to be more than that. I can't see myself just wasting my Potential, wasting everything. And I realized at that moment that reality transurfing was virtually unheard of outside of Russia. It had been translated into English, but nobody heard of it. There was no social media, there was no YouTube channels, there was nobody talking about it, there were no resources. 
And it just kind of clicked. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to make an impact. I'm going to, I'm going to help people to connect with exactly what has brought me clarity and lucidity. And I'm going to bring it as hard as I can to whoever I can. I started by just thinking I was going to bring it to the U S but now it's gone, you know, totally international and it's evolved even in just the six years that I've been doing it to an extent that I could not even have possibly comprehended in that moment when I realized what I was embarking on. So that was the moment that it sort of flipped. It was like, you got a good life, but what did your soul actually want? And what my soul actually wanted is to do what I'm doing right now. And I've been doing this every single day since then. It seems so effortless for you, uh, the Reality Transurfing YouTube channel, which for a while there, you were going really strong. And now I know you're touring. So there's still some incredible content there that we're going to link in the show notes. So one thing for me that hit the heart when you were sharing is you were wiping off the mirror. It was like the quintessential moment where we actually look at ourselves. Now, 2020, I feel like as a collective, we looked in the mirror. So many people were broken. I mean, look, in America... I've read the data, over 100 million people bankrupt, suicides are rising. Like the reality here, the shared reality that we're experiencing, it doesn't feel good anymore for a lot of people. And one of the concepts that I love about transurfing is the infosphere. Now, the infosphere, as as the research states, especially in your transurfing literature, it's this infinite archive of various films where everything that happened will happen and could happen is stored. So the big question for me to launch into the transurfing nuts and bolts is if everything is stored there, then what is the collective reality that we have created here? What do you see that actually is right now? Or is it unique to the soul? There's a shared reality, but there's also a personal one. There's an object and a subject. How do you make sense of this? Well, that's just an external script, right? Just one of the infinite possible external scripts that could play out or is playing out. And the reason that there are so many adherents to this particular script is because people are buying into it. And I hate to say this, but mindlessly, right? Um, A lot of people are given information and they're not necessarily questioning it or acknowledging that there are different versions of reality that do in fact exist. For me personally, last year, and I've been in business for myself for a lot of years, last year was the best year that I've ever had in business. That whole script of you know it all going wrong and unemployment and all that stuff That's just not part of my reality. Now, it doesn't mean that I didn't experience parts of what most were collectively experiencing, but the tools that I have allowed me to sort of reframe those different attributes of that script and allow them to work in my favor. So like when we all went on lockdown, For me, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. I get to turn down the volume externally. I'm going to be in my house. And like you said, 
I hit it pretty hard last year with a video a day on YouTube. This is because I woke up in the moment and I realized, okay, there are two big versions of this script that that I could sort of um, adhere to. One is I could see the whole thing is going to hell. I can get sucked into watching the news all day, being on social media, catastrophizing, worrying, like a lot of people are doing. Or I can take this as an opportunity. I can tune out of the noise. Everything's going to be quiet for a while, which it was like, there wasn't a lot of traveling. There wasn't a lot of people wanting to come by, you know, everything just sort of simmered down. And I put myself into a mode where I could just start creating. So I actually took that quiet time as a moment to really, really create. And I created a bunch of stuff. I mean, this was like an explosive year for me. So when you say, you know, there's this collective thing going on, collective from a transurfing perspective, and I know that, you know, there's a lot of talk about like, oh, we have to collectively raise the vibration. Yes. We have to collectively wake up. It's not done like that. We don't collectively do anything. Transurfing is about accountability for yourself and your actions and tuning into the collective is a nice way of saying adhering to a script. When you are adhering to a script that's not created by you to suit your intentions, you are going to sort of be led down a path and most likely it's not going to serve you. Sometimes you can get lucky, it will serve you, but most likely external scripts written by others for other purposes, right? Like the script, the media wanted to lead us down. Those don't really benefit a lot of people. So removing yourself from the script, waking up as an individual, I see myself, I see my reality. What is the script that I can follow now that is best suited for me and my intentions and my trajectory in life? Now, the cool thing is, is when you raise your frequency, you raise the frequency of others around you and so on and so forth. That, that effects. And then that becomes the collective, but it's a soul, it's a sovereign tool. Yes. But you're not going to rise up collectively. Right. And I know a lot of people in these movements think that they're doing something amazing. And, you know, I guess some people evidence to support all theories. That's another thing we say in the transurfing community. Um, To some people, maybe you are doing something cool, but at the end of the day, is it really producing something for you in your life? Is it really, is it really facilitating some kind of growth that you can actually um, have control of? Right. So that's kind of, that's kind of what it's about. I I love, I love the metaphor. Honestly, what I've already enjoyed that you shared is, is flipping the paradigm on the script. (laughs) Like we are fed scripts from either you look at Mark Wolin's work of like generational trauma, family constellations. We all know that somewhere, if we've been on the path for a while now, that our parents hand us down scripts that they were then handed down themselves. And, and the, the painful part of that is that 
without awareness, nothing changes. And so I see this movement um, both in science and spirituality. It's fascinating to me that um, uh, Vadim, I believe his name is Vadim uh, Zeeland, was the co-creator of this or the creator of the transurfing modality. He's the author of the, of the books, yes. He, he's the author of the books. I love this. He was a Russian quantum physicist. So we look at the woo-woo aspect of many personal development or spirituality programs. And this has its foot in both. And so one of the things I love about you specifically that you quoted with this tangent of both the spiritual and the science, you said, knowledge without application is merely entertainment. Boom. I mean, that's a mic drop of its own right there. So many of us, we get caught what I believe in the gathering phase, Renee. We just gather, we listen to podcasts, we read the books, we do all the things, but like the bridge of connection to our soul either connected or disconnected is the thing that actually makes us do the things it actually allows Action. us to practice a new script. So when did that first come to you? That phrase that knowledge without application is merely entertainment. This podcast is brought to you by Belcampo, the pioneer of hyper sustainable, organic grass fed, grass finished certified humane meats, broths, and jerkies. I love Belcampo for so many reasons, but look, the big three is that they deliver these organic, grass-fed, super healthy, nutrient-dense, pasture-raised meats right to my doorstep, even in the snow or the rain. And I get more antioxidants, more omega-3s, and more minerals. Wow, I'm actually doing Mother Earth a favor, which is not eating meat from a CAFO. And what I love even more about that is that Belcampo animals grow slowly as nature intended. It's a difference you can taste in every bite and see compared to the other conventional meats that are out there. This is why I choose Belcampo over other brands. And lastly, if you've been feeling in your heart or in your mind that you've been wanting to feed your body better, feed your family better, if you're feeling like it's time for you to change the way that you consume animal products, this is your green light. This is your chance to give back to yourself, your family, and the people that you feed with sustainably harvested animals. Look, the reality is that conventionally raised animals are confined to feedlots and eat a diet of inflammatory grains, but Belcampo's animals graze on rich green open pastures and seasonal grasses, resulting in meat that's quite simply more tasty. Also, it's higher in nutrients and healthy fats. You can order these sustainably raised meats to be dropped off right at your doorstep using the code wellnessforce over at wellnessforce.com forward slash Belcampo. That's B-E-L-C-A-M-P-O wellnessforce.com forward slash Belcampo and get 20% off your box of pure, nutritious, organic meats. Wellnessforce.com forward slash Belcampo. Use the code wellnessforce and get 20% off. When did that first come to you, that phrase that knowledge without application is merely entertainment? Well, you know, I've always, uh, so I've done some pretty remarkable things in my life. Um, from a very, very young age, I started traveling the world extensively on very little money. People are like, how are you doing that? When I started my own business, I put myself into a profession where I was an anomaly. It was primarily older Jewish men and families and Persian and Middle Eastern men, you know, and, and here it is, I'm this like white chick that's like all of a sudden in the jewelry business. And they're like, how are you doing this? How are you actually like, you know, conducting business in such a closed sort of environment? And I, and I would just say, I don't know. I just show up to the trade shows and go talk to people and I just do it. Like, why does it seem that hard for you to, to understand? And I would get a lot of questions of 
how I was actually doing that. When I bought my boat and I learned to sail it single-handedly, how are you doing that? First of all, how did you afford a boat on your own? I mean, I was living quite a lifestyle in Los Angeles. How are you sailing it by yourself? And I was like, I'm just doing it, right? Like I couldn't quite understand what the challenge was for people to, you know, I, 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 could, I couldn't put it together. Like, what do you mean? I'm just doing it. And later, after I read Reality Transurfing, I realized what that thing was exactly that I was doing. I was lining up with that version of reality via a pretty simple four-step formula that was, you know, allowing me to experience these different versions of reality pretty easily. And then as I started to coach people, I don't do it anymore. And the reason that I don't coach people anymore is exactly what we're talking about right now. People would come to me and say, my life's messed up. My, I don't, I'm not happy professionally. I've got a bunch of problems with relationships and family. I'm feeling unfulfilled. I, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'd say, okay, so I'm going to give you this set of things to do. And start doing them and, and you'll see improvement and more or less. And I know this is quite general. People loved the idea of trans surfing. They loved the, the conversation, the concepts, the, all the stuff, the way that it made them feel. But at the end of the day, they lacked the desire or the intent or the ability to actually take action in their lives to get off their butts and actually move in the direction of that version of reality. So this is kind of like the key to the alternative space is action. And it also, um, it also solves a lot of our perceived problems in reality. Action, 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 action. And this is where the rubber meets the road. Um, somebody asked me recently, how many people do you feel you actually affect in what you're doing with getting transurfing out of the world? And I said, honestly, maybe only about 10%. And the person said, well, why do those 10% gain the benefit and the other 90 don't? And I said, it's action. The 10% that are gaining the action are actually taking my words, my videos, my lessons, my course, whatever it is, and they're applying it to their lives and they're seeing results. And I've been very candid and open about this on my YouTube channel. If you're here to be entertained, awesome. I will entertain you. But if you think your reality is going to change just by the fact that you're entertained about what I'm talking about, then have fun with it. And then on to the next <laughs> modality. What is it? What is it about these people? The, <laughs> the 10% then? What is it about these 10%? Is it, is it their soul contract that allows them to take that inspired action? Because listen, you could just take massive action. You could row the boat in the wrong direction. Your arms will get buffed, but you'll never reach the shore. So why do those 10% of people feel either the inspiration to take that inspired action or just to take a, a calculated dream-based action? What is so special about these 10%? Well, I think that action is 
action is like the, um, so the alternative space, everything that has been, is now, will be, where all inventions come from, languages, every variation of reality, right? Everything that's outside of us, including us. When you take action, you, you open yourself up to different different streams of variations. You, you access different, um, different variables, different doors, people, opportunities, ways to network. And a lot of people are, their minds are fearful of the variables. So they stay confined into what I call the box of limiting beliefs, right? And and it's within this box that you, most people, feel safe that they don't have to ever challenge themselves or take a foot in a, a step in a direction that may be a little too out of the comfort zone or unknown, you know. And and it's it's really just a matter of perspective. The, the 90% that are just entertained and don't actually take action are fearful of all the variables. Whereas the 10% of people that take action view those different variables in a positive way, right? And understand that, you know, there's, there's, an infinite number of ways that you can shift around in your reality. And just taking one small step outside of that box of, of, of limiting beliefs or box of comfort, right, um, opens you up to even more. And exponentially, all those variables start to increase and multiply when you exit that box. For most people, this is very, very, very scary. For my parents, very yeah. scary. For other people in my life, very scary. For some other people I know, like my partner, he read Reality Transurfing. He quit a corporate job of 20 years and is now a thriving entrepreneur in a very lucrative space and really just thrown himself into the alternative space. Some people just have the guts to do it, and other people, don't. Oof. Let's let's pause right there. What comes up for me is the phrase spiritual courage. Spiritual yes. courage. You can only embody spiritual courage when you have an experiential learning of the process. So what is it about reality transurfing that can cultivate spiritual courage? Well, you know, we have a ton of what I like to call app insurance or goal insurance, right? We have a lot of little techniques and tricks that are kind of like backup for if things don't go exactly in the way that you are wanting to see things go. <laughs> Which right? sounds like almost everything. <laughs> yes, it is. But what, At we, times. We, what we say, what we say in the transurfing modality, and this is what has helped me to get so far, is you set the vector of the flow, 
right? So imagine that reality is a big ocean and there's a lot of different currents and you're in a little sailboat and you want to you want to navigate your boat to a specific destination. You'd set the vector of the flow in which you're going to go towards that destination in your boat. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have to, and I'm going to use a few sailing terms here, doesn't mean that you're not going to have to tack or switch directions a little bit to hit a different stream to keep you at least going in the direction or maybe reroute you eventually to that exact path between you and your intention where where you intend on navigating to a lot of people what they want to do is they want to set that vector right here's my destination and i want it to literally be just direct i want to go straight there i want to go straight there in the ways that my mind can perceive is exactly the right way. The problem is our minds are extremely limited in in their abilities to see paths. What, What will show us a path is what we call outer intention. This is the world's, your world's idea of that path. And oftentimes your world has a much better path for you to that intention with a lot of help, right? A lot of external help from your world. But people are reluctant to trust. People are reluctant to continue taking action in the direction when things seem uh, like they're against your intention or you've gotten diverted or you simply cannot how something is going to unfold, right? This is where a lot of people get lost. They're like, okay, I want this thing and I'm going to take the few steps that I know how to take. And then when I can't think of any more steps, I'm going to panic and think that I've made the wrong choice and simply give up on the goal. This is Uh what a lot of people do. And as transurfers, we know, we trust our world. Maybe sometimes the next step isn't so obvious, but if we can just sit back for a moment and relax and enjoy that period of silence, quiet down the mind, tune into the heart a little bit, your world will absolutely show you the next step. If you are able to continue trusting and listen and realize that it's most likely not going to come from you, right? And this is, and when we began this conversation um, initially before we turned on the camera, you know, I brought up this thing, power versus force. Yes. David Hawkins. This is exactly what Dr. David Hawkins is talking about, is he's talking about the difference between trying to force something on your own with your will and your ego striving, pushing, doing hustling, grinding. We're in this culture where you know hustling and grinding is glorified. And it's like, okay, so if 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 all of this like <laughs> this this culture around hustling and grinding is out there, why are so many people still struggling with getting what they want? It's because that can only take you so far when you 
understand how your external environment, the alternative space, what we call in transurfing, the alternative flow, when you understand the value in how what external to you is going to help you towards your goal and help you sort of carve that path out, then you can stop with all that hustling and that all that grinding and all that inner intention, which is energetically ineffective. This is where most people exhaust themselves. My pre-transurfing reality, this is what broke me, right? Is me using my energy in a way that was not um, totally efficient, not totally effective. And once I realized another mode of operation, the our mode of operation, letting my world do the majority of the heavy lifting. And I simply answer the call when my world calls me, right? Hey, Renee, over here, this is where you're needed. Put some en- attention and energy here, then move over here, then do this, then do that. And then suddenly I've gotten what I've wanted but I'm not totally broken and depleted and I have my world doing the heavy lifting. I just show up to actually facilitate the thing when I'm called to do so. The the point of consciousness that you're talking about, the my world, and I, and I say that if you're watching with this on, on video uh, in air quotes, I think we all understand that like we create our own reality in some way, whether you're spiritual or scientific, like we kind of get that. But when you say my world, What does that mean to you, my world? So my world means all of the different variables and the different, the different things outside of me that I can't possibly comprehend, like how they can come together in a way that makes my time towards my goal easier. So I'll give you... A, a pretty basic example of something that you, you've probably experienced, probably everybody listening has experienced. So I'm sure you've had a time where like you wanted something, right? And then you did what you could do. You, you thought it wasn't working and you kind of gave up on it. But then all of a sudden, somebody calls you and is like, oh, hey, um, you know, that thing you were talking about, here's an opportunity, and all you got to do is show up on Tuesday at three, right? And then you're like, well, wait a second, why was I tripping so hard about it not working? I could have <laughs> just sat back and chilled and waited for that invitation and not wasted so much energy doubting and stressing and worrying. So this was your world handling that thing for you without you even really being involved, right? And this has happened like in ways that, and once you can tap into this thing, you'll see that there have been lots of times in your life where if you could just back up off the thing for a minute, um, things are playing outside of you more so than any of us give, give credit for, right? Things are always happening. We live in a dynamic place with lots of external stuff flying around and information connecting and people connecting and all kinds of things happening. And again, we sort of think that anything of value is going to come from within, right? Any 
any connection with an opportunity or networking or creating something. But once you've sort of, you know, gone about connecting yourself to the alternative space, this is one of the first lessons in my course is developing a really firm connection with the alternative space, you'll, you'll realize that 95% of it's actually happening externally. And again, all you have to do is bring it when you're called. So my world means everything and all the different variations and the different information sort of working external to me that will eventually, in some way or another, sort of flow right up to me and present itself to me. And that's my world bringing me something. So we have a saying in the transurfing modality. These are our stickers that we, we live by. I know you probably can't see this, but I'll just read it. My world is taking care of me. Everything is going according to plan. Things are working out beautifully and will continue to do so with ease. So if you steer this into your brain as a transurfer, people have seen beyond life-altering change in their mm -hmm. realities just from buying into this. Because this takes all that stress off of you, which allows you to build up an energy reserve. So when your world is taking care of you, bringing you what you needed, you know, you releasing yourself from this isn't going according to plan. No, it is going according to plan. If you can back up off yourself and your will and your ego, it's actually all going according to plan. Your world's going to take care of it. And then it's going to present to you exactly what you need to do to facilitate whatever it is you're, you're desiring. And it really comes that easy. I know this probably sounds a little bit esoteric right now, but once you've gotten into the mode of thinking like this, it's just like a lot of people say, I can't believe I ever bought into there ever being another way. This is mm -hmm. it. And I can't believe I ignored or I didn't listen to calls in the past trying to show me another way. It's almost like your brain just switches into another mode and you're like, how could it be this easy? One of the things that hit me is you said plan. And immediately I thought, well, who's plan? Is it the universe? Is it God? Right? Like, I don't know your definition of God or how that relates to reality transurfing, but think about the controller of all things that omnipresent that is everywhere and nowhere at the same time. I mean, we're talking about the mystery of life here, Renee. <laughs> it's a very yeah. mysterious place at times where uh, on our process to the goal, on our, on our walk to the goal, whatever the goal is, you know, we have this slide that we're looking at. And I believe you talk about this in your work where we're constantly reaffirming, we're gathering the evidence that we're on the right path, regardless of what's appearing. And one of the things that I love when I was looking at this quantum field is that quantum is an informational field that does not comply with the laws of physics and cannot be detected by any functional devices. Therefore, it's hardly explored. But what you're talking about, and I threw some different terms on it, is the ultimate experience of life itself, of God, of spirit, of a higher power. How do you relate to that, the definition of higher power and God, when we look at the quantum or in a conversation, the plan? Who's planning it? So there's 
your your heart is actually planning it. There's really no, you know, it's funny that you asked this question, um, and I'll just be very open with my experience of this. Uh, about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I had a problem with sleeping pills. And I, for two, three years, I take a sleeping pill every night. It started to cause me a lot of mental anguish. And I decided to go to AA to get myself off of sleeping pills. And when I was there, they were like, okay, you got to, um, you know, one of the steps, you've got to develop a relationship with God. I was like, what the hell? I don't want to do that. Like I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I don't believe in God. They're like, you can choose anything. You can choose anything you want. And I was like, okay, then I'm going to believe in a power outside of me that um, is like the, the the keeper for everything that I want that can extend to me abundance of anything. And it's just like, and what I was thinking in my mind was the alternative space or the quantum field, right? That's what I was thinking at the time. So later, you know, fast forward, I find reality transserving. I start reading about, you know, uh, the alternative space and what we call outer intention. Again, this is your world bringing up to you exactly what you need to facilitate something that you want. When I was reading about this, I'm like, hey, that's what I was talking about originally with my higher power, right? So so the cool thing is about transurfing, you know, you said we live in a mysterious world and, you know, in a way, yes, but when you read reality transurfing, as I've told lots of people in the past, it's kind of like you're peering behind that curtain. The Wizard of Oz, you know, when they peer behind the curtain and see that the, the wizard's just a dude sitting sure. up there. Like, He's on the microphone. Yeah. Yes. Scaring everyone. Exactly. So, <laughs> so it's actually not that mysterious once you read reality transurfing. I would say 95% of the questions that I've ever had about this world or my reality or my experience of it were answered in the book. The other 5% I'm still learning, but more or less, I feel like I have a really, really good understanding of my world and my relationship to it. That being said, God, the higher power, um, how different religions of the world, everybody's sort of looking to something bigger and higher. And there is something bigger and higher. And this is the quantum field, the alternative space, that that um, power, right? Force mm-hmm. versus power, that power that brings you something. So like when people pray, oh, please, God, um, save my house from burning down during the wildfire. What what what's actually happening here is the person is trying to tap into outer intention, the alternative space, that variation of reality where a wind switches and diverts the fire away from their home. Right. So, so praying is just kind of like asking that power beyond you to skew things in your favor. So transurfing is really a beautiful accoutrement to any religion. You don't have to be, you don't have to believe in God or you could not believe in God, but really it is 
powerful to believe or to know rather, because it's more than believing, it's knowing that your world actually will lead you in the best and most perfect direction intended for you if you are tapped into getting back to a term that I touched on when we began, your soul frail. So those that are really living the lives that they want to live, those that are really fulfilling, uh, feeling fulfilled or or provided for or happy or content or like they're living the right reality for them. Those are the people like Dr. David Hawkins or Vadim Zeland or Elon Musk or whoever who's really killing it in life. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk isn't happy. I'm assuming he is. He's he might be. He might be an alien. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> We have but, no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. Exactly. But in my belief, from my knowledge, yes, the people that are killing it and living exactly the way that they want to live and getting the things that they want and they're happy and they're fulfilled are the people that are connected to the quantum field via that soul frail, that little specific uh, code of who you are as an individual and living that connection between the two. So it's a beautiful way. It's a beautiful way, Renee, to describe it. I love this concept of the soul frail and uh, in your work, which we're linking in the show today, this is what you can actually do is get attached and understand the meaning and the application and the functionality of this soul frail. And I, and I love the terms you use because again, like I mentioned before, this is like science and spirituality. This is both. And one thing that I noticed in your group that I was really actually surprised to see. And also it was, it felt really authentic as you asked your community, you said, Hey, what's one of the flaws in the transurfing modality? And actually one of my friends, Shauna, shout out to Shauna. If you're listening to the show, she mentioned that this could be, if not used properly, something that could be used to spiritually bypass. And also someone else wrote that specific understanding of the RT books can lead to narcissistic tendencies and goals. So just like there is a dark and a night and and black and white and yin yang with any tool, there can be a misappropriation of its power. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you say to this? Ayurvedic medicine, as well as all the ancient and contemporary masters in health and wellness have taught us for centuries about the powerful benefits of apple cider vinegar. But what do we do when we want to take the ACV, but we don't want to expose our teeth to acids? Most people don't know this, but apple cider vinegar is an acid and prolonged exposure to acids can damage your teeth. So how do we get in the brain boosting, blood sugar stabilization, stamina, focused energy and healing powers of this ACV without ruining the enamel on our teeth? This is where it gets easy with our partner, Paleo Valley, Creators of the apple cider vinegar complex taken easily in tablet form without busting your tooth enamel. Paleo Valley created the ACV complex to meet getting organic apple cider vinegar into your body easy, fast, and without having to tolerate the taste. You know, that kind of like, (laughs) have you ever done a shot of apple cider vinegar? I know a lot of people that literally just can't handle the taste. So this is all your organic turmeric ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, and lemon on top of the organic apple cider vinegar combined with these superfoods. It's nature's way of saying you're welcome. ACV can stabilize blood sugar, promote weight loss, and improve protein absorption and digestion, as well as the big one, stopping heartburn symptoms. 
Heartburn symptoms are typically caused by too little stomach acid, not really too much. This apple cider vinegar complex makes getting this organic ACV into your body fast and easy and without having to choke on the taste of normal ACV. You can do this. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh and get 15% off your apple cider vinegar complex. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh to get 15% off your ACV complex. So just like there is a dark and a night and, and black and white and yin yang, with any tool, there can be a misappropriation of its power. Uh, what do you say to this? Well, in my opinion, um, transurfing is a, a, a knowledge based in non-duality. We don't really believe in black and white. We believe in what is good for you. So in, in, in that regard, I definitely could understand how some people could view reality transurfing as being, you know, a tool for a narcissist for sure. Um, but I think narcissist is really thrown around in our, in our culture a little kind of weaponized. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, um, when you, when you guilt someone or when you call someone a narcissist or you say you're living narcissistically or any of that kind of stuff, what you're attempting to do is keep people or that person adhering to the script of your choosing. So I'm always careful when somebody is like, you know, calling somebody else a narcissist, I'm thinking, well, are you just trying to control them to keep on your script rather than them writing the script of their own reality? Yes. So, 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 so here's the thing in the transserving modality, we say anything goes, absolutely anything goes as long as you are not hurting another person or people. So if Beautiful. you want to do what ever, right? And you're not hurting anyone. Now, again, this is a little subjective because maybe you decide you want to do something and your parents are like, oh, we want you. Like, maybe you're like, you know what? Kids aren't for me. And your parents are like, oh my God, I'm going to die. You know, like, is that hurting someone? Well, sure. you know, this is up for your own interpretation, but it is about opening your eyes to how society guilts you or pressures you into adhering from the script and really detaching and being like, you know what? Nah, I'm doing my own thing. And if that, if that bothers you, then you don't need to be a part of my reality. But obviously things like violence, you know, um, any, anything that's going to, there's universal truths that we all recognize that harm people. I I totally understand. And, and I love where we are in the conversation and I wish we had two hours to talk because I feel like we've literally scratched the surface of the surface of the iceberg of what trans surfing, talking to you is so easy. Like (laughs) we just had like so much time go by, but for me, like this is a big hit to the heart because Working harder, quote, quote, seems to be like what we're told as children, like you got to work hard, get good grades, go to college, fill in the blank. Uh, Alan Watts calls it all wretch and no vomit. And I know my audience has heard me say that before so many times, but I'm saying it again, y'all, because just work hard and you'll be successful um, is simply not true. Look at a gardener. They they bust their ass all day. Are they, quote, successful? I don't know. That's to the degree that you might see success through a lens of, of how you value it. 
But what is your definition of this? You know, when we look at being successful and what does that even mean to you? And then contrast that with maybe some of the key variables of transurfing that can really give people that spiritual courage, as we talked about, to get them the thing they want, to make them successful. So I read once somewhere, I can't remember where, I believe it was in um, a G.I. Gurdjieff book. I don't know if you're familiar with G.I. Gurdjieff. He was another Russian mysticist. I believe that's, that's where I got this from. He said that at the end of your life, like literally right before you're ready to die, there's a three or four second period of time where you feel an intense sensation, which is um, made up of all your previous experiences and memories that you've lived in your life. So if you were a bad person, that three or four seconds is going to feel pretty crummy, right? If you if you killed it and you brought it every single day, that three or four seconds is going to feel really amazing, right? No regret, like you lived it. You you're 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 feeling that last three or four seconds in just absolute bliss that you brought yourself to the best of your ability. So this is kind of, you know, getting back to that, um, standing in front of the mirror, wiping the fog away, thinking to myself, you know, what's, what am I going to leave? How am I going to impact the world? That's all gone now, right? I'm not really thinking like that anymore. Now what I'm doing is I'm gearing myself up for that three or four seconds because I want to really feel like in that three or four seconds that I did everything I could do connected with that soul frail. I didn't, um, I, I didn't fear exiting that box of comfort or limiting beliefs. I threw myself in to my world, my alternative space. I answered calls. I took opportunities. I did crazy things, right. Connected with why I'm here. So before success was very like, money and house and this and that. And don't get me wrong. I still like money and I still have money. I still like making money. But at the end of the day, like I just got back from a trip to Egypt. I'm going again in a month to give a series of seminars. I meet people when I'm there. People come up to me and they tell me like, oh my God, this knowledge has changed my life. I've got a huge following in the Middle East. This is my wealth now. This is my success. When I go to bed and when I'm on one of these trips, I'm just like, girl, you are absolutely killing it. You know, I'm not thinking, oh, I just had money come into my bank account. Right. So that's not there at all. So it's really just about feeling for me. Are you doing what you are intended to do while you are here, period, right? And and are you you living your fullest potential? Are you answering those calls? Um, A few months ago, a very poor uh, local library in a small village in Pakistan contacted me and said that they had a ton of requests for reality transurfing books. 
And I put together a little fundraiser. I matched it all 50% of whatever anybody donated. And we bought them a huge amount of books and had them shipped. And logistically, it was an absolute nightmare, customs fees, and it was insane. And they got the books and they took a picture of them all lined up. There must've been 50 of them, super poor rural village in Pakistan, holding up reality transferring books. That is success for me, right? Mm. That was success. That was me feeling like, now I didn't make anything, right? Quite the contrary. It cost me a bunch of money, but that was success. That was me being successful. I want to let that land. I want to let that land just for a moment. Like, wow. Okay. okay. We are here in America and the dollar has become I don't know, God in a way, some kind of deity. It's like, we're all striving for money. And when we get there, we'll have the thing. And I've fallen prey to that many times. What you just said is so powerful. And I really want everyone to just let this sink in. It is being aligned, like you said, to the soul frail, understanding that, feeling connected to that, and then serving. That is the biggest reward we could ever receive. You know, dollars and cents will come, but like, this is really what life is about is serving other people instead of just serving the self. That is actually the quintessential cup that we're all drinking from. That's the Holy grail, my friends. That's That's it. And I have to tell you when I, when I got that picture of those people holding that book, those books, I sat down on the floor of my house and I started crying. You know, (laughs) I never in my life, Pride mm. when I made a big profit on a jewelry sale. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That just, it wasn't, it wasn't mine. It wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't have meaning. It didn't have, there wasn't, there wasn't the essence of who I truly was as a human being in that profit. That was just money. The essence of who I truly am was, was in that delivery of those Mm. books. And I'll live with that for the rest of my life. That's my wealth. That's my wealth. I have two last things before we say goodbye. The first one is what is it about the psyche? And, and it kind of dovetails with my last question of what are the tools inside of transurfing that helps people get to their success? And you and I just define success as the Holy grail. Um, But what is it? What is it really about the human psyche that allows us to get trapped in that when I have money, I'll be safe. When I have this, I'll be okay. You know, the wrong kind of, I guess you could say diluted water that we're drinking, that somehow success and fulfillment comes from all these things outside of ourselves and what we can attain and all this stuff. What is it about the human experience with, with your expertise and your training? Why do we get trapped there? Well, we get trapped there because we're human beings but we're also animals and survival <laughs> for us. And I'm a yeah. bit of a nihilist, actually. I know. I, I always say this. I'm always like, we're half beast, half spirit. Like we got to exactly. honor both in some way. The problem is the beast in most of us takes over, right? And our need to feel that our rate of survival is high is based on two things, money and sex right? Or family, you know, um, doing what we are put here to do, which is procreate and also to provide so we can ensure our, you know, our genetics see another lifetime, right? This, we haven't evolved out of this. 
So, so the whole hustling and grinding thing or people taking pictures of what they're eating at a nice restaurant to put on Facebook or people flaunting the fact that they, you know, are on a luxurious vacation. This is all just displays of, Hey, look at me. I'm surviving at a level that is higher than you, or I'm just surviving at a level that um, I deem to be high enough to the extent that I'm going to try to, you know, promote this. It's like that bird in the Amazon that picks its nest all perfect and then blares its tail out and makes a big colorful display. That's essentially what we're trying to do when. (laughs) Oh my God. I literally just saw that last night. I'm, I'm like, I've had multiple chill moments in this convo. I literally just saw that we got a new TV and I was like, it's like this huge TV. And I was like, look at this bird, like, like doing all these crazy things. And I wondered like, why do they do that? (laughs) You're literally, you're literally hitting on the exact point right there. So it's just so powerful, Renee. And I'm sorry to cut you off. We have to go. Unfortunately, right now we have to go, but, um, this isn't, this isn't goodbye forever. Yeah. This isn't goodbye forever. I want to have more dialogue about this with you. Maybe we can do a Facebook live or more media around this because it's so powerful. It's so powerful that people understand this concept. Reality transurfing is a technology for the psychology. It's a technology for your mind. So in the same way that we use computers or we use microphones and all these things, can we allow ourselves to be curious about what kind of technology exists like the reality transurfing that'll actually allow us to have a bigger energy reserve? Everyone I know is exhausted. Everyone I know is taxed in some way. Uh, As we say goodbye, uh, two things. Number one, where can people dig in with you, learn more, get involved, begin the journey of transurfing? And then number two, with all you know and everything you've learned from your own personal experience, please define wellness for us. This is a signature question I ask every guest on the show. How do you define wellness? How do you define living your life well? So please, those two things before we say goodbye. Okay, awesome. So I've got a ton of stuff to dig into. Transserving TV on YouTube, over 650 videos of me talking about this stuff. We have a very active and thriving Facebook group community, International Transserving Institute on Facebook. Huge, nice, big, juicy conversations about all these concepts. You can go to my website to learn learn more, transurfing.us. I'm on Instagram, reality underscore transurfing. And we have a rockin' course, comprehensive, on Teachable. It's called Reality 2.0. I will give the link to you. You can share it with your audience. You can go ahead and, um, you know, check out all the reviews. It's pretty amazing. Um, what wellness means to me, it's pretty easy. Your heart is in it feeling it happy, fulfilled, and your mind also agrees. So it's not just your mind working. It's your heart also having a say or having the primary say, and then your brain is simply involved in the logic rather than it just running the show on its own. And of course, you know, having your frequency up, this is basic self-care diet exercise, you know, tuning out of things like the media and violence on TV and drugs and alcohol and all that kind of stuff and getting yourself healthy where your energy levels are high to do the things that are intended for you specifically connecting you with the success that you want to experience in this life because you only got one. 
Yeah, this is it. This is our only unique soul expression, at least at this point in time, right? There's many multiple realities and that's a whole different podcast. So look, guys, knowledge without application, it's merely entertainment. So take what you've learned today with Renee and I. Take a deep breath. Love yourself. Put it to use. Renee Garcia, thank you for coming on the show. Hands together, head bowed for what you're doing in the world. I love it. Um, four different people had brought you up to me. Wow. And it was three, three, four months ago when we had our, our pre-call talk. And I, I'm just so, so overjoyed with how this conversation went. And I know that this has sparked a ton of curiosity for people to go explore this more. So thank you for coming on the show. Awesome, Josh. Thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Okay, you guys, until we see you again, Renee and I are both wishing you so much love and wellness. We'll talk to you soon. This podcast is brought to you by our trusted friends at Organifi, the creators of the Organifi Gold, my number one turmeric lemon balm and superfood adaptogen bombshell that, trust me, will make you sleep like a baby. I know this because I use it on the regular. Not only is this one of my top sleep supplements I use personally, but also it helps my nervous system and my stomach calm down at the end of the day in the evenings, especially if I've had a stressful day. I know you have those too because you're human. <laughs> and because we're human, the best thing to do is take loving care of the human body, starting with quality sleep, not just quantity. This is going to allow you to have the highest quality of life possible. So if you've been struggling with sleep, give this superfood adaptogen powder, the Organifi Gold, a test drive. For a special deal over at wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. Pick up a 30-day supply, give it a test drive. If you don't like it, you can send it back, but no one's ever done that. <laughs> as far as I've heard, 20% off is the biggest discount you'll find over the entire internet. We're grandfathered in. These savings are for you. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. And use the code WellnessForce. Share this with your friends, your family, and anyone who wants to drink the gold and sleep well. Thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So from over 300 world-class guests, we pulled together six simple yet powerful morning practices down into a 21-minute system guaranteed to increase your vibration and the way that you feel every day. Get this free powerful guide over at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. And if you love this show, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you love or that you care about. You can support the show easily by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review. Or if you're on your phone, just tap it, hit the link in purple that says review this podcast. And the journey does not stop here. We're continuing this discovering process in our private Facebook group over at wellnessforce.com forward slash group. You can be a part of it. You already are. All you have to do is join us at wellnessforce.com forward slash group and I will welcome you at the door. Now go out into your life and live your life well. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.